0: Tonight's bone-chilling story comes to us this evening from the book of James, verses 1, 13 through 15, where it reads, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But every person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, It gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. This is Brandon Flores, your host for this evening's episode of The Dark Side of the Bible. This evening we witness what happens when we entertain thoughts of desire, and how desire is only the beginning of something darker and much more sinister. So give me your ears and listen close. The house I live in is amazing, or at least it used to be. I hate to drag you through the whole story, but without the context, there's no way you'd understand. This home and everything in it represents my life. I used to be able to wake up to the sunset whispering through my window seal every morning. The chirping of the birds playing melodies in the distance. It was all so grand to me. I had this magnificent home all to myself, and even though I had everything one would need to be happy, I wanted more. Looking back at it now, I realize I took it for granted. I had grown unsatisfied with my home, tempted with the idea of more, but obviously for all the wrong reasons. The sun no longer shined the way it used to, but ever since that day, there hasn't been much of any sunshine for nearly a decade that day, I wish I could take back a thousand times over. I guess someone somewhere heard my tantrum, and sent some company to open my eyes. I should have known she was coming. On that day, the sun was blotted out by black skies overhead. The wind was boisterous, and to top it off, it started to rain violently. I figured I would just wait it out inside, that is until I heard a knock at the door. Who could that be, I said. I walked up to the door and as I got closer, I got this weird feeling in my gut. You know that feeling you get once you've gotten really bad news? Yeah, that's the feeling. Even though I had experienced an episode of emotions, I approached the door anyways. I placed my hand on the door ever so slightly. I opened the door and what I saw next resonated with all the feelings I felt inside. My eyes were mortified to meet a grim old woman in what seemed to be a tattered old nightgown standing on my doorstep. Her skin was pale, the palest I had ever seen. Her hair was black and thinning and hung over her face like a veil. There were black bags under her eyes and her eyes her eyes were clouded over. As her eyes met, everything in me wanted to tell her to leave, but like a deer in headlights, I stood there, not making a sound. She looked at me and cocked her head to the right as if she noticed something that I had not. At that very moment, lightning struck and thunder roared so loud that I jumped and blinked my eyes for just a second. I quickly regained focus but she was gone. Had she left? Where'd she go? Will she be back? As the questions raced through my head, I had a feeling that I'd find out sooner than later. Not too long after that, I went to bed. I laid there with my eyes closed, but found it difficult to sleep with the image of that old woman I had seen not too long ago seared in the back of my mind. Why me? What did I do to deserve a visit from something so evil, I wondered. Is it because she knew I'd open the door when others wouldn't? As you could probably guess, I wasn't getting much rest that evening. After an hour or two of staring at the ceiling, I had begun to drift in and out of consciousness. That is, until I heard someone walking in the hallway of my home. I had hardwood floors, so it wasn't hard to distinguish footsteps. I got out of bed slowly and walked into the hallway. The hallway was dark, while the moon and the stars were the only thing illuminating it through the window at the far end. The footsteps continued. I yelled, Who is in my home? I got no answer, and after what happened next, I would have preferred it. Instead, I got an echo of an old woman's grim laughter. (laughs) Horrified, I realized without a sliver of a doubt who was walking in the hallway of my home. It was the old woman from before. This time, unlike the last, I yelled at the top of my lungs, get out, get out, please just leave. That evening passed, and another, and another. Every evening, I could hear her walking up and down the hallway, sometimes chuckling a few rooms down. I tried everything the world says about getting rid of something like this, but my efforts were to no avail. This woman had taken over every good thing in my life. She would cast a shadow that blotted out even the slightest glimpse of happiness. I can't say I've gotten used to her, but I can say I know she's around. As I sleep I can feel her watching me, as I search for methods of freedom she scoffs, and as I walk the hallways I can always tell which room she's hiding in. She is around so often that I gave her a name, I named her Desire, reason being that I traced her unannounced visit back to the times I had begun to feel ungrateful for the blessings I had and begin to entertain thoughts of that very thing, Desire. Why hadn't I left? The answer is simple. I blame it on my pride. I just didn't think it was fair that I had to be the one driven out of the house when it was mine to begin with. The torment was faithful. So faithful, you could set your clock to it. However, one night it was different. There was no pacing or chuckling for that matter, it was just quiet. The quiet was broken by one horrifying scream that echoed through the whole house. Her scream shook the very core of my body. The scream was unlike anything I had ever heard before. Yes, it was terrifying, but I doubted if that was the intention of the scream as it sounded like it was out of pain. Although I had grown accustomed to the unwelcome company, I had begun to grow in frustration. I laid my head to rest once again, and as I began to fall out of consciousness, I knew there would be an end to this one day. I just didn't know if it would end with me, or if it would end with her. What is that? What is that, I said. I woke up a few hours after drifting off to a crying baby. I couldn't see much of anything, but I could feel a tangible darkness upon the household. I mean, it was there before, but this time it was even more suppressing. Wait a minute. The screaming from before was out of pain. It was out of labor pain. Had she conceived? If she did, it had to have been to something more sinister and evil than she. You could just feel the darkness, the feeling of uncertainty, the feeling of uneasiness and, dare I say, imminent death. At that very moment, I reached my boiling point. Enough is enough. Not only has she made a home where she is not welcome, but she has begun to bring in evils darker than herself. I needed a lifeline, and I needed one fast daybreak was about an hour away unlike desire i wasn't ready to tolerate anything worse i wasn't ready to find out what she had given birth to a few rooms down i felt as if i was closer to eternity that day than any other day of my life so much so that i set down my pride and i asked god to deliver me from this nightmare i called life I was so hesitant to call upon god not because i doubted his existence i mean if something as evil as desire existed there had to be something that existed on the opposite side of the spectrum i was hesitant because i had begun to indirectly cast some of the blame on him for letting this happen to me but in all reality i did this to myself god whatever has to be done i'm for it just set me free Please, I beg you." As I prayed, I saw something that I hadn't seen in a very long time. The sun slipping through the window pane. I hadn't seen a day that wasn't grey in about a decade. Could this be a foreshadowing of what was to come like the day Desire made her way in my home? Then I heard a knock at the door. I jumped out of bed and swung open the bedroom door. I ran through the hallway as fast as I could in hopes I wouldn't run into the new house guest. Usually, I question myself before opening the door to anyone for that matter, but no, not this time. I saw the door in sight and bolted towards it. I slapped my hands on the doorknob and swung it open without hesitation. And there he was, a man dressed in white. The look on his face was that of pure happiness. This man was radiating with joy, so much so that there was some kind of radiating light that came from his face. It's hard to describe as everything about this man surpassed all understanding. I looked at him, and I started to weep purely out of relief. He hadn't said anything yet, but I knew he was there to help me. It had been so long since i had even seen the slightest glimpse of hope yet there he stood before me the very creator of hope himself he looked at me and said follow me and let me take this house off your hands i have something far better waiting for you could this really be happening am i being delivered from my old life and everything that tormented me before And although I thought it inside my head, he responded to me out loud and said, yes, only if you're willing. I didn't understand it all at first, but I couldn't bring myself to refuse. My spirit felt inclined and thankfully so. He gently placed his hand on my shoulder and said, let us go. I said, yes, of course, but before we do, can you tell me your name? He looked at me in the eyes and he said, My name is Jesus. That is all we have for tonight's episode of The Dark Side of the Bible. If you enjoyed tonight's episode, be sure to follow and send a link to others so they can do the same. Till next Monday, see you soon.